This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. Flow Racing is the ultimate digital home track for race fans everywhere. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. Flow Racing has something for everyone, like NASCAR Weekly Series, Sprint Car Racing, Drag Racing, Off-Road Racing, and much, much more. Learn more at flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Boot team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here's your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you as we now are immersed in those off-season waters, but it's not really the off-season yet because... We've got news that continues to come through, and we've also got a champion's celebration that's going to break loose two weeks from tonight in Nashville. So we've got some news that has come through, 
since we visited with you last here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. And some of that news just happened here within the last 24 hours, last 12 hours, actually. Um, we've got a couple new drivers going to be in a couple new spots next year in the NASCAR Cup Series. That silly season lens continues to get focused with the biggest story of the day pertaining to Ty Gibbs. Obviously, celebrating a NASCAR Xfinity Series championship while we all grieve and mourn the loss of his father, Coy Gibbs, who passed away hours after that championship celebration. This news that we got here within the last 24 hours was really in play before all of that happened, before even the championship race happened at Phoenix, and that's Ty Gibbs going to the NASCAR Cup Series, replacing, and I'm using air quotes, Kyle Busch. Well, what the team has done He's going to take the ride, but they're going to change the number, and he's going to keep his 54 number next year in the NASCAR Cup Series. The 18 that has been on track since Joe Gibbs has been racing in Cup since 1993 is basically going to go into mothballs, and that is going to go away, and the 54 will be the old 18. So that's going to be Ty Gibbs' car number going into the Cup Series next year. He'll assume assume full-time Cup duties with Joe Gibbs Racing. Of course, getting his feet wet driving for 23-11. So we got that news. We knew that was coming down the line. Now, another question was going to be, well, what are they doing over there at Stuart Haas Racing? Towards the end of the season, we were hearing scuttlebutt that, well, maybe Ryan Priest may be replacing Cole Custer. Maybe Cole is staying put. Maybe Cole is going to drive for Rick Ware and... You know, Ryan's going to come in. Well, the news came out, and Ryan Priest is indeed coming back to the NASCAR Cup Series. And I know that makes a lot of you modified fans happy. He is a modified series champion. He's a grassroots racer from New England and from the Northeast. Well, he's coming back to the Cup Series, and he'll be driving the number 41 Ford Mustang for Stuart Haas Racing. And if you remember, about a year ago, he was brought into the Stuart Haas Racing fold as a relief driver. Remember, Back then, a year ago, we were still fighting these COVID battles where, you know, a driver would test positive for COVID. They would have to get a backup. Well, the thought process, well, let's have our own in-house backup driver in case one of our drivers runs into trouble or, heaven forbid, one of those drivers has to step out of the car for whatever reason. Well, that never really happened. And also last year, as a relief driver or standby driver, Ryan had the opportunity to go run into some Camping World Truck Series races, which you heard here on MRN, winning some of them and also having some starts in the Xfinity Series as well. So now, Ryan comes back full-time to the Cup Series. Question is, what happens to Cole Custer? Cole Custer is now going to go run a second SHR car in the Xfinity Series with Riley Herbst as his teammate. Riley announced that he's back. The 98 car is back. Well, it's going to be a two-car effort, a one-two punch over in the Xfinity Series for Stuart Haas Racing, at least for now as we sit here on this Thursday, November 17th. So a couple of driver signings, a couple of driver placements, and some ripple effects from those announcements coming this week. And we expect there to be some more announcements coming up over the next few weeks. Probably going to go into a little little lull as folks enjoy the holidays. But obviously, when those announcements happen, we'll have it for you on NASCAR Live, NASCAR Live Wide Open. And of course, Crew Call and our full litany of programming that we offer you here on MRN.com. So congratulations, Ryan. Congratulations, Cole and Ty on the news that has come down about 2023 and some driver placements. While we have the opportunity, if you've listened to our shows this week, when we've been kind of been doing a victory lap with the number 22 Shell Pennzoil Ford Mustang team at Team Penske in the Cup Series, Joey Logano, Paul Wolf joined us on NASCAR Live this week. 
Well, let's go to the NASCAR Live Wide Open Hotline and bring in another member of that championship-winning team and also a race-winning member of that team. We're chatting about Coleman Presley, the spotter for Joey Logano in the Cup Series and fresh off a win at the Hickory Speedway this past weekend. Coleman, welcome back to NASCAR Live Wide Open. How are we doing? Uh, we're doing really well. Anytime you're celebrating a championship, it's, uh, it's pretty good. And also celebrating a race win. We'll get back to the championship stuff here in just a minute. But this past weekend, what was it, um, a few days ago, uh, you were actually in the race-winning ranks, and you had a championship-winning spotter. Connect all these dots for the folks that missed the news coming out of Hickory, North Carolina last weekend. Yeah, you know, uh, Hickory Speedway ran their uh, their annual big, of the, big race end of the year, 200-lapper, uh, the fall brawl. Uh, so I decided to enter it as a driver just to, just to go out there and have some fun, uh, let my kids see me race. Um, so as all this come together, my, my best friend Joey, Joey Logano, who I spot for in the Cup Series, said, hey, I want to try to give a spot and, uh, spot and deal an opportunity. So uh, we switched places, and would you know, we come out on top. All right, so now there's a drill-down portion to this. So Joey comes to you and says, hey, I want to try spotting out. Now, as a race car driver, is it as easy as, well, sure, you can drive a cup car, but can you spot a late model? What was the sell process like from Joey to you and then you accepting the offer? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It wasn't much of a sell process. I said, hey, week after uh, Phoenix, I'm going to go to Hickory and run a late model. You should bring the kids up. He's like, no, I'm going to spot it. I said, okay, you're going to spot it. So uh, it's a lot of fun. He's done it for me before. Um, you know, racers can do about any type of job. So it wasn't a hard sell for me. It was, uh, it was actually kind of... A, uh, reassuring that he was going to be on the other end of the radio and was going to sit there and give me advice because it's been eight years since I've been behind the driver's seat, so I needed all the driver coaching I could get. Well, and that was my next question. It had been a while that you had laced up and you had driven. What was the? I mean, I know you said that you wanted to have your have your your children see you obviously win and run in a race, but what was it like just entertaining the thought of getting back behind the wheel again, considering it had been so long? The thought was very nerve-wracking. I, uh, I, and that's the reason it's been so long. It's been eight years. Is, you know, as the years go on, it's like, do I still have it? Am I still sharp? Do I know what the car is going to do? Do I know what I need to fill? Can I be fast? Am I going to be able to last 200 laps? So all those thoughts went through my mind. Uh, by the time I, uh, I had my test day there a couple days before the race, three, four laps into the run, like it all was second nature again. It all come back to me. Uh, physically, I might not have been as sharp, but mentally I'm way sharper than I than I was back in the day when I used to race full time. So uh, um, it, everyone told me going into it, it's like riding a bicycle. And, and ultimately it was like riding a bicycle. The hardest thing was for me mentally, just knowing if I could stay on that bicycle for 200 laps. So what kind of advice did Joey give you during the race? Yeah, just staying focused, keeping my tires on it, you know. Uh, didn't have the best qualifying efforts. We qualified, I think, 16th, 17th spot, so a little deeper in the field. So he honestly just coached patience for me, which is, you know, not a very Joey Logano-like move because he's usually not the patient one. He's usually the aggressor. So uh, that was that was kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, he just, he just coached me into saving my tires, keeping it there at the end. Um, seeing what he was seeing on the racetrack with the grooves changing and, and, you know, ultimately it worked out. So, all right. So talking about patience, we're going to transition back into the championship talk. Now, by the way, again, congratulations on what you did at Hickory. That was an awesome family moment. And obviously a moment that you and Joey will take with you 
for quite a while. You jokingly say that, you know, Joey's not exactly the most patient person in the world. When you spot him, are those some of the things that you preach to him? And is it one of those hard sells? You know, we talk about, you know, him spotting for you, but do you have to continually coax him or is he aware of what he needs to do and when he needs to do it? No, he's super aware, and that's what makes him such a good driver. Um, he, he knows when to be patient. He knows when to be aggressive. Um, the, the thing I got to sell as a spotter to him is just, you know, recognizing those situations and, and you know, verifying some of the situations and, and spots he's putting himself into the racetrack, saying, yeah, now's the time to go after these two or three guys, or, hey, let's sit back here for a little bit. But most of the time, naturally, he's already made those decisions before I can even recognize it. I just uh, – I just try to be the little check mark to tell him, yeah, man, go get it. You also mentioned that you and Joey are best friends. And I've personally had this conversation with Joey about when when you came in to the spotting role for him, he was a little apprehensive. I think you both were apprehensive a little bit about, you know, your best friends and sometimes work can can kind of change that. Well, a championship was scored, obviously, a couple of weeks ago at Phoenix. What is the nature of the friendship? How is how is working together in the way that you two helped that friendship as far as keeping that going? Has that improved through this process? Yeah, it hasn't hurt it at all. And that's, and that's ultimately what we are worried about is is how would the bad days affect uh, the, affect the friendships? And, you know, even though we won the championship this year, we, we had a couple bad days there through, you know, the mid-season of the month where we had to, didn't have the best of runs or, or luck didn't go our way. And ultimately, that's what solidified to me that this was going to be a was going to be a good pairing. As you know, we worked through them. Um, we uh, we sat down on Monday morning and figured out what we did wrong, and we come back stronger. And and you know, the second half of the year, I could argue from about the Indy Road Course on, we were the team to beat. And and all that just comes from you know the the confidence we have in each other as a, as a driver spotter, the confidence you know paul has and us together working together the the long leash he gives us to to let us you know have the opportunity to to do a little bit more than driver and spotters pairings do it's uh it's something i wished i i wouldn't have waited so long to agree to spot for him but uh i'm thankful that the first year we did do it we ended up winning the championship you know paul paul wolf crew chief uh we chatted with him on uh on nascar live and you mentioned what he was able to put together you've obviously worked with a lot of different crew chiefs over the years what's his personality what's his work demeanor like and 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 what is it like working for now a two-time championship winning crew chief in paul got the first one with brad keselowski a few years ago obviously a second one a couple of weeks ago with joey yeah it's great i love working with paul um paul was actually the one who kind of interviewed me to get me into the penske in the penske organization in the first place you know he was still with brad and 2019 whenever i come over to spot for brad and and, you know paul and brad was still paired up at that time and that was a dream come true for me because i always kind of looked at my career path being very similar to paul you know we were successful short track racers we had a little dabble in the xfinity series to be drivers and then ultimately we we changed our career path to him becoming a crew chief and me becoming a spotter so uh, i feel like you know personality wise paul and i mesh very well we're both we're both kind of reserved to the the public but when it comes down to it and comes time to, to work we put our nose down and and we're just racers and we want to you know cross all of our eyes dot all of our t's and and be prepared as we can to to tackle any 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 adversity that comes our way chatting with coleman presley who is a championship winning spotter for joey logano the number 22 shell pennzoil ford mustang paul wolf the crew chief team penske obviously the championship winning organization so for those 
for those spotter want-to-bees out there that are listening and those that perhaps maybe want to obtain a role high atop the racetrack like like you have, can can you share some insight as to what an individual like yourself or what that individual that wants to be a spotter needs to be successful in that role? Maybe some things that an individual needs to entertain to maybe be well-prepared or further well-prepared going up into the spotter stand like you do. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, once you get the opportunity, it's just it's how much effort you're willing to put into it. Watching film, talking to your driver, talking to your crew chief, just, you know, being on the same page as your team and, and understanding the big picture. Um, I always compare our job to, to coordinators in football, and, you know, we got the big view, and we got to not only let the drivers know what's going on around them, how the track's changing, but we also got to let the crew chief know. Uh, you know, they're stuck on the pit box, and, and they can only see the car visually a couple seconds a lap. So um, learning to communicate, learning the work ethic of, of during the week and the preparedness you got to do during the week, and and ultimately just have confidence in yourself. That's what I tell all these guys that you know are coming up through the truck series right now that are trying to get their opportunity in the in the cup series. Just be confident in what you're saying. You may not be right all the time, but if you're confident in what you're saying and, and confident in what you're looking for, you're gonna you're gonna be successful in this job. A few years ago, NASCAR limited the in-car communication between driver to driver at super speedways. I remember when they had the old twist dials in there that you could pop over to a channel and, you know, the drivers could talk to themselves. Now, a lot of that conversation goes through you in the spotter stand. Like when Joey's closing in on the tail end of the field, you're trying to make your way through lap traffic. You're you're in a, a battle with someone. What is the conversation like in the spotter stand? Do you go and you talk to other spotters for other teams is there is there a level of communication there that perhaps maybe we all don't have access to that only you do in the spotter stand above the track yeah there's a lot of it um it just depends on the type of racetrack you're at you know obviously the daytona and talladega is where we're a little more heavily involved uh there's a there's a lot of verbal communication to each other about you know hey how's your driver uh liking the push that my driver's giving them is it too hard do we need to offset more right do we need to do it more in the corner um just relaying that information to the drivers uh and then a lot of the conversations kind of go unspoken it's hand signals like hey we'll go with you or or hey waving them off saying we don't need no more of that and uh and then you know as far as lap traffic goes um the spotters up there it's 40 of the best we're we're cup spotters for a reason uh we're 40 the best of what we do uh they know when the leader's coming and and they know when they need to fight for a a position on the lead lap and know when not so uh me personally i'm not the type of guy that's going to go down there and say hey get out of our way um because i wouldn't want that happening to me if uh, if i was on the lap car but uh yeah there's there's definitely a ton of communication that goes on and and it's not only always with your teammates it's uh just situational so we're one week out from Thanksgiving. We're two weeks out from the champion celebration in Nashville. And then we are headlong into the off season and we don't race again until we get to the clash at the Coliseum at the beginning of February. What do you do between now and then? What will occupy your time once once the champagne corks have, have uh, fallen to the ground and the fizz has settled, as it were? What's going to occupy your time between now and when we go to the Coliseum in February? Well, I'm a very busy man up here in Asheville, North Carolina. I have four daughters. Uh, they're heavily involved in sports right now. I got uh, three of them that's playing basketball. So uh, my wife and I are coaching my eight-year-old daughter's team all winter long. Um, I'm actually coaching middle school boys basketball this off season. So that's wow. a little change of pace. My, my oldest daughter plays middle school basketball, and, 
and the boys team was looking for a coach so i signed up to do that just to keep a check on all the guys that's going to eventually start hitting on my daughter um <laughs> and, and other than that just you know enjoy time with my family uh typically uh my wife and kids and then joey and his wife and kids will usually take a a weekend trip before christmas time just to uh, hang out together and decompress and honestly by the time January 1st comes around the the bugs itching to get back to the racetrack uh, we'll sit down and have all of our uh, pre uh, pre-year meetings and set our goals for the year and, and set on kill to repeat wow spotter race car driver race winning race car driver and coach all in one package look at you go my friend there are a lot of irons in the fire over there in the old Presley house we got to stay busy. If, if you're not great at one thing, you better make sure you dabble in a little bit of everything till you figure it out. My man, I'm with you 100%. Hey, appreciate you taking time to join us. Congratulations, you and the rest of the team. You have a lot to celebrate and have a lot of successes that uh, you'll be reflecting on in the weeks to come before we get back at it again. All the best to you. Have fun coaching and potentially maybe if the situation creates itself maybe hopping in another race maybe winning another race never know you never know where coleman presley <laughs> might show up at there's a lot of races i want to do and and uh, a lot of goals i still want to accomplish on the driver's side and the spotter side but i appreciate you having me and all you do for us all the best my friend thank you for joining us thank you very much that is our good friend coleman presley best friends with joey logano they've got such a great working relationship and obviously a personal relationship, and it's good to see good things happen to good people. Joey and Paul, everybody on the 22 team, including Coleman Presley, who happens to be Joey Logano's eyes in the sky. Folks, that's all we have for you for this week. Don't forget, we're back next week with NASCAR Live on Tuesday. We'll be back one week from today with another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open, and that's going to be a best-of presentation as it will be Thanksgiving Day. And then, of course, two weeks from today, Motor Racing Network will be back on the air with the NASCAR Champion Celebration from Nashville. See the complete broadcast schedule at MRN.com. For producer Trey and the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for the download. We'll chat with you on Tuesday for NASCAR Live, one week from today with another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive.